The Money Show. Small business. Pavlo Fatidis from Auric Business Accelerator is with us. We get lots and lots and lots of questions, and they're fairly general, and I would like to keep it uh, as we go into this new year. People think they've got great ideas, Pavlo. People um, dream up uh, business ideas, they create businesses, and then wake up one day and go, oh, I don't have enough money. I can't make it work. Oh, my goodness me, I need funding. So they go off to the bank and the bank says, no, we don't lend money to this kind of business. We don't do this kind of lending. So they go to mum, dad, brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, the the bank of mum and dad and fools, friends and family. And they all go, no, 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 no. Remember the T-shirts that you went to school with and you lost all our money when you were 17? No, we don't lend you money. And they get stuck. So let's talk about startup funding, if you don't mind. Well, you know, the first question, Bruce, always to ask is, why do you need the funding? And how do most people answer you whenever you've asked that question? Uh, and it, it's because I don't think it's people often don't know why they need funding. They go, well, I don't have any money, therefore I need funding. Um, and I think that yeah. is the wrong place to start. Yeah. You know, any funder, any savvy funder, any well-versed funder is going to listen carefully to how you answer that. And whenever I'm asked that question, when someone says to me, I need funding to start my business, I always turn around and say, what do you need it for? And if they don't turn around and say, well, did you know that, for example, in the world of motorbikes, the most Effective protective clothing that you can get is made in Germany and Italy. But my word, does it look frumpy and rough. It is so unsexy. I think that there's a market that I've identified that's looking for good-looking biker wear, but that has the fine qualities of protection offered by these um, other providers. And I'm going to turn it around and make it in denim and make it in camo instead of black so that consumers have a choice. So now I'm hearing someone who understands, not talking about the product, but talking about the customer they're going to serve. And immediately when I hear that, Bruce, it suggests that your business idea has been informed by some needs or wants from a group of people that you've identified very easily, very well, very clearly, So I can ask the question, well, how many bikers are there? And if this person turns around and says, you know, there are 195,000 registered bikers in South Africa, and I think that I can get 10% of that market in the next three years. Wow, all of a sudden you're turning around and saying, that's exciting. You've done the work. You've done the work, yes. Exactly, you've done the work. You've done all the work you've done. You've created all the arguments. You've excited me about the customer and the customer you want to serve. They're well-defined. You know, very often when I speak to someone that says, I need funding to start my business, what are you going to do? And who are you going to serve? No, I'm going to go and fix problems for blue chip companies. Oh, really? Well, what is a blue chip company? Oh, anyone on the stock exchange. You know, really at that point in time, if you're smart with your money, you're going to say, nice idea, good luck, wish you the best. If you care for the person, you'll tell them that they are smoking their socks, um, <laughs> but you don't put money forward. You stop the conversation there and then. Otherwise, you're going to be taken down a, a really long road of nonsense. So when someone says to you, why do you need the funding? Talk about the problem you've identified. Talk about who has got that problem 
and talk about the value you can bring them by solving that problem. If the problem is not big enough and not material enough, then it might be, you know, interesting. But if it's a one, real problem, yeah. one of the lines, one of the lines that I'm fed often, and it frustrates me because it comes from a, a desperate place, but it is the wrong place, and that is. Dear Bruce, I need your support. Not, mm. dear Bruce, I've got a great idea. I've come a little unstuck, but I'm absolutely convinced that with the right funding and the right advice, I can really take this idea and make it something special. And it's a case of like, it's, it's that sense of, I need you to help me. Not, hey, Pablo, I've got a great opportunity for you. It's a yeah, subtle difference, but so. it's big. It, it's, it is, they're miles apart. The difference is miles apart. When someone says, I need you to help me, then the question I'm asking is, well, why can't you help yourself? Why can't you help yourself? Because if you just do a little bit of research on the internet, which is mostly freely available to most people out there, Bruce, you can very quickly find out what turns funders off. What turns funders on? And you can do your research so that when you have the opportunity, because it's really hard to find yourself in front of a funder, when you have that opportunity, don't blow it. Don't make a mess of it. Excite them about the problem you're going to solve and be clear who the problem is, who carries the problem. And the, because the questions that are going to follow after that is, well, can you reach them? And is the timing right? Does legislation allow it? Is there urgency to get that problem solved? Because that's how you start to build the enthusiasm and the, the excitement behind the funder. And that is the thing you've got to do. I mean, the, the, the first step to acquiring funding is to excite a potential funder. Give them a reason to listen to you. Give them a reason to believe you. Give them a reason to want to risk their money or their client's money on your idea. Uh, and then it comes down to the multiple types of funding that are available. Pablo, can we go through some of yeah, those? So, many. So, so let's run through them very quickly. This idea that banks must start must fund startups. Uh, I, I don't know where that comes from. I, you know, <laughs> honestly, the, the only time a bank will fund a startup, Bruce, is let's say you and I worked in the banking sector for 15 years, 20 years, and let's say we had a great idea to start a business. And over that 15, 20 year period, we had built lots of relationships in the banking sector. We had good reputations. We had proven that we've got the skills, the relationships, the know-how, the experience to bring an idea to market, to make something happen. And we've identified a real need. And we, with our 20 year relationships in banking, so collectively 40 years of knowledge across banking and in banking, will still not get startup funding because banks don't fund startup companies. In any event, banking is the wrong place to go for startup funding because when you get startup funding, you don't want to raise debt. Debt is where you have to start paying the money back the next month, the following month, the month thereafter. Mm. You're looking to raise money that you're going to spend not on interest and payments back, but rather on creating and crafting and designing the business to solve the problem that you've specified. So banks are not a good place to go for startup funding. 
The only funding you will get from a bank is going to be in your personal capacity. So you might get a personal loan, you might get access to a credit card. Best you do so while you're still employed before you become an entrepreneur, because in that manner, you're then going to get access to some credit and it's really expensive. The other option is to go for venture capital. And in South Africa, our venture capital market is very weak. It's very, there's not a lot of it around at all. And most of it is centered around um, pretty big technology ideas. So when you're working in the world of venture capital, venture capital does not like to fund startups. They want to fund companies that have got a proven market. In other words, the problem's been well articulated and identified. The market that you are serving is well articulated and identified. You're out the starting blocks. You've got some revenue coming in. And you need that venture capital funding to scale the business and accelerate your growth. That's when you're going to find a good VC partner. And the way they invest is they're going to take some shares. They want equity. They want a piece of the action. They want a piece of the company. So when you get funding from a VC, understand you're also getting people on board, partners on board. It's not just you or your business partner and you running the, the, the business itself. Um, rightly, you said you can go to private individuals. Um, very much based on relationships, private individuals are going to be uh, really concerned about who are you, do you have the skills, do you have the capability, do you have the know-how, how do you behave, what are your values. So very often the private individuals that back you are going to be people that are familiar to you or that you've got relationships with. There's some clever ways, though, that you can also raise funding. And I had a long discussion yesterday with a printing business, Bruce. They do... They do about 100 million rands worth of revenue. During COVID, they had a really, really rough go, really, really rough time. They had a big litho printer, which is quite an expensive piece of plant and equipment. They set that aside and they raised just on three and a half, four million rand through a provider of printing equipment that gave them a massive printer that has super, super efficiencies, it's got it's deep, it's, it's it produces the print at a far lower cost. And they went to the supplier who provides this and said, Back us, we want to buy your fund, we want to buy your printing, your printing machine, but you need to give us vendor finance. And there are certain cases you can go to suppliers, you can even go to customers in certain cases. If you say to a customer, pay me up front, that's a form of funding, but that customer is going to want certainty that you can deliver. And then the other areas to go to are corporates. And Bruce, if you're a 51% or more black-owned company in South Africa, there are lots of corporates either working through their consultants or through their enterprise supply development programs that are able to provide some kind of early-stage funding for a startup idea. But you would need to have a track record and you would need to be able to prove that you have an ability to turn talk into walk. Critical lessons, Pablo. Thank you very much indeed. Pablo Fatidi is at Auric Business Accelerator. How to get some funding. And we've got to bookmark this somehow, producers. We really do, because it is a question we get often. Um, and uh, so many people get really angry when nobody wants to fund what they believe is a great idea. And as Nick Haralambos used to tell us when he was contributing to the show last year, year before, no good idea will go unfunded. If you can't find somebody to give you the money for your great idea, it's perhaps not the people who are turning down your funding 
but perhaps you need to be looking at your idea differently, pitching your idea differently, positioning your idea differently, or rethinking your idea altogether.